Hello and welcome to the Saskatchewan Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Ron Caroni, and this week, if you're looking for more information on where and how to invest in Saskatchewan investment properties, you better check this episode out. We're sitting down with CEO of the Saskatchewan Landlords Association, Cameron Chiquette, and we talk all things real estate investing in Saskatchewan. Hope you enjoy. This is the Saskatchewan Real Estate Podcast, the show that highlights Saskatchewan real estate. Looking to buy your first house, your next investment property? Subscribe to never miss an episode. Here's your host, Ron Caroni. Welcome back to the Saskatchewan Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Ron Caroni, and joined today by CEO of the Saskatchewan Landlord Association, Cameron Chiquette. Cameron, thanks so much for having us on today. Yeah, good morning. Thanks for uh, letting me join you. Yeah, not at all, Cameron. And we're really looking forward to, to chatting about all things renters, landlords in Saskatchewan. And we'll start it off with, uh, I'll, I'll give you a softball, Cameron. Is Saskatchewan a good place to buy rental properties? Absolutely. Uh, with uh, about eleven to 14,000 uh, immigrants coming into Saskatchewan every year, that's just one measure that we that we look at to determine if there is adequate rental demand in our province and, and if that uh, would facilitate low vacancy um, and of course uh, increase the, re- the margin, the, re- the cash on cash return for, for rental property investors. Um, there's also a number of factors um, on, on why it is a good place. Um, besides the dreadfully cold weather that we've experiencing, uh, we have- Brutal. A, a number of educational institutions in the in the province that uh, increase student demand for rental properties. We have relatively low and affordable property taxes, depending on who you ask and which municipality you're in. Uh, and and we also have relatively um, friendly municipal bylaws on zoning restrictions that allow for legal basement suites. Um, so overall, absolutely, Saskatchewan's a great place to own rental property. Uh, it's affordable, it's easy to manage, and uh, there, there continues to be strong demand for rental properties uh, across the province. You kind of touched on it a little bit there, Cameron, but other than the cold weather, are there things that make Saskatchewan a hard place to have a rental property? Are there any factors that go into that? Well, if if you're investing in the Humboldts or Yorktons of the world, but you may not live in those communities, the the geographic spread between where you might live and where you might own rental properties is certainly a factor for some of our members who maybe live in Saskatoon and invest in, in smaller urban centers or in rural Saskatchewan. When a tenant phones that they need a furnace filter changed, and you need to drive 180 kilometers to change it, for example. So that geography can play as one of of the detracting factors, but if you live where you're investing, it's certainly, you can eliminate that problem. Um, Yeah, like I said, the cold weather, winter months are are hard to manage rental properties between freezing pipes and and furnaces or or carbon monoxide issues. Um, But that's, uh, those are the same issues that regular homeowners face. Um, but it's incumbent upon a landlord to really take those challenges head on. Um, we do have, you know, somewhat average rental increase provisions in Saskatchewan. So uh, there are other provinces in the country that allow for more frequent rental increases. Um, but in Saskatchewan, it varies from 
six months to a year's notice, depending on the type of a lease. And when the market is shifting and, and costs are increasing on a monthly basis, it can be harder to maximize the, the return on investment when you can only raise rent on the renewal of a lease or you know every six months or a year. So uh, those are maybe a couple factors that you know take away from from the rental market in Saskatchewan but overall I'd say the good outweighs the bad right now. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important an important factor when you're considering something investing in a smaller community in Saskatchewan is you might not have access to the property managers that you would in a Saskatoon or Regina where you might have to find someone very locally that they're not maybe part of a company, but you have to find them to, to manage the property for you if you don't want to have to drive that 180 kilometers. It's a great point, Ron. The availability of professional property managers in Saskatchewan really decreases when you leave the major centers in the province. Um, we see a large concentration uh, by nature of the number of rental units available to manage in Saskatoon, Regina and Prince Albert, but uh, certified property managers through the Real Estate Commission are few and far between across the rest of the province. And if you aren't willing to drive uh, those miles to your rental property, uh, you know, adequate property management is, is really an integral part of the real estate industry for rentals in Saskatchewan. And, uh, and that's part of the reason why our association exists to make sure that people are, are equipped if they can't access a property manager to, to manage it themselves. Fantastic. Uh, Cameron, shifting gears a little bit, what are some of the challenges that landlords face during the pandemic? Well, early on in the pandemic, uh, there was a, um, a movement across the country to prevent evictions because at that time we didn't know what the virus was doing and we were told to stay home by our, by our public officials. And of course, uh, there were disruptions for income for tenants um, across the service industry, really across several industries. So governments across the country, including our own provincially, moved to prevent evictions in Saskatchewan uh, here for about four months. And that was a real challenge because it essentially said, if you can't pay your rent, we can't evict you, which is a, is a good notion on a public health side but it drastically prevents a landlord, uh, landlord's ability to maintain their property. Um, we know that groceries need to be paid for at the co-op when you go because that's the right thing to do. And, and we would argue that your housing is provided to you and you need to pay for it. So that eviction moratorium in Saskatchewan really hurt our small and medium-sized landlords who weren't getting rent and who were missing mortgage and property tax payments for a period of up to four months. Um, once that eviction moratorium passed, we saw some issues in 2021 with uh, large rates of homelessness in Saskatchewan due to the provincial government uh, changing an income assistance program over the course of, of quarter three and quarter four of 2021, uh, which impacted those members of ours who who provide below market rental rates for people on income assistance. Uh, we continue to work on that challenge, but those would be kind of the big two that we faced. In addition to lower immigration numbers over the last year and a half, which contributed to a vacancy number that, that was higher than usual. 
Interesting. So kind of shifting out of the pandemic, Cameron, what are we seeing? Uh, that are, are these challenges going to slowly work themselves out? Of course, immigration is something that we would kind of hope that once things get more back to normal, that this will kind of go par for the course or maybe even increase. What can we say about that? Well, the, the federal immigration minister has put forward quite an ambitious plan of over 420,000 immigrants into Canada over 2022. And Saskatchewan would look to uh, meet or exceed our average uh, immigrant numbers of, of about 11 to 14,000, depending on, on the five-year average that you look at, um, which bodes well for our, our rental property industry here in the province. Um, it, it stirs demand for various levels of, of rental stock from older stock to, to newer stock for those immigrants who have uh, higher wealth or income. Um, but we are seeing supply constraints um, in the short term as we wait for some new units to come on board, uh, in, specifically in Saskatoon. There are a number of developments that, that are coming on board over the next 12 to 18 months. Um, but we've also seen a return to in-class learning across our university towns, which impacts the older stock uh, closer to universities a lot more, where we've seen students come back this winter for classes at the U of R and the U of S, as well as uh, Polytechnic and, and campuses in, the, in smaller communities across the province. So we foresee that demand remaining strong over the course of of this winter and even to some degree into spring classes for our university students. Um, but uh, the housing market works, the, the home ownership market works not in tandem with, real, with rental properties, but there's certainly a lot of influence there because we've seen over the course of, of the last two years, uh, due to low interest rates, some renters had an increased ability to buy real estate and enter the home ownership market because borrowing money was cheaper. Uh, that was offset, however, uh, by increased real estate prices for homes, which again, in turn, reduces a renter's ability to enter the home ownership market. Um, but we also saw some investors cash out of their properties on newer properties and enter the rental market to see if they could ride the, the real estate wave and, uh, and cash in over a, a longer time horizon. Uh, so there's lots of nuances that we've seen because of the pandemic, um, but it remains a, a, a beautiful time to invest in, in real estate and, and in rental property uh, across the province so far. For a lot of folks, when you hear from a beginner investor, we're always waiting for the market to crash to get involved in real estate investing. And this kind of ties into my next question, Cameron, as we talk about a supply constraint, there is not enough supply of single family homes. And I guess you could probably elaborate a little more on the rental side that there, there's not a enough supply to meet the demand. And this is ultimately, in, in my opinion, going to keep prices high and going to make it so that there's going to be a need for a continuation of uh, you know, homes for people who are looking to buy, as well as rentals to meet the demand from these folks who are coming in, or university students who are who are coming back. What can we say about the the supply constraints and your take on probably a continuation of low inventory? Well, it's certainly going to put upward pressure on real estate prices for home ownership, but also put some upward pressure on rents 
for rental properties. Um, what we're observing on on the supply constraints is yes, the biggest demand is in single family properties because people over the course of the past two years have learned that they'd like a bit more space at home. And that consumer habit or preference has changed the demand for rental properties. And we hear from some of our property management members that they've got a waiting list for three plus bedroom properties across the province. They can't fill them fast enough. Um, and so we're seeing that demand outstrip um, typical kind of the classic two bedroom, two bathroom demand. Um, however, we've we've also observed um, that this, the housing continuum in general, as you say, just has a lack of supply. And, and our friends at the Realtors Association do a great job of articulating why supply is so crucial. And we've talked to members in Saskatoon specifically on the apartment purpose-built rental side, we're likely to see that supply increase uh, with some new developments coming on board uh, in downtown and in, in Evergreen specifically by a number of our members who are developing. <clears throat> However, uh, what we aren't seeing, of course, is single-family homes or three-bedroom apartments that are that are filling up the housing continuum, uh, because of course they aren't as a they aren't as popular for rentals. Typically, uh, we'll see people own three-bedroom homes and uh, rather than rent them. But with immigration, it takes uh, some time to to um, onboard these people into the Saskatchewan real estate market. So the rental of, of, of single family homes is really popular amongst the immigrant population in Saskatchewan. So without uh, significant supply increases, we'll continue to see vacancy come down over the long term, which will put an upward pressure on rents, uh, which of course is good for investors. Uh, some would argue politically not that great because we're squeezing the middle class more and more. Um, but uh, we'll have to wait and see in terms of, of, of how uh, the real estate market moves. Um, I've been waiting for it to crash for two years too, Ron, and uh, I'm kind of wishing I had bought in 2020 rather than waiting, but here we are. It, it turns into one of those things, Cameron, where you look in your crystal ball and I'll take a look at mine, and in 10 years, we'll both have a glance and see who is right, because ultimately no one knows how to perfectly time the market. There are indications that tell us what in general will happen, but to say what exactly is going to happen over the next five years is an impossibility. It really depends, like you say, a little factor here, a string pulled there, and then we'll see that kind of effect, you know, down the road. It seems as if we're, we're kind of in for a period of increased housing prices, and until there's more supply than there is demand, and, you know, like you say, the the point uh, the, the direction is pointing that we're going to see more demand for houses than we are going to see a, a lack of demand for that so heading into this new year here we're sitting at just at the end of february at uh, the time of recording now what are some trends that if we could say um that we're we're looking for the for the for the 2022 market when it comes to rental properties well <clears throat> cmhc just released their rental market report um for 2022 um, and it's more a look behind, but it but it does help inform kind of the strategy. <clears throat> pardon me, moving forward. Um, in Saskatoon, vacancy was about four point eight percent, 
And, and, and followers of our association know that we take these numbers with a bit of a grain of salt because they are just, they are a picture in time in the latter part of 2021. And uh, an average two-bedroom rent was about $1,183. In Regina, vacancy was quite a bit higher at 7.1%. An average two-bedroom rent was eleven fifty-six. Observing the trend of rental rates, <clears throat> pardon me, over the course of the last few years since I've been with the association, rental rates have been virtually static and or well below inflation. So we're actually likely going to see with increased demand this year, quite a jump in rental rates, in my opinion, because frankly, real estate investors just can't afford not to with rising inflationary costs and pressures on the property tax and on the variable rate mortgage side, if we see the Bank of Canada hike rates, we will, we will be forced to raise rents just in order to break even on the cash flow side. So I think this is a year where we're going to see a bit more of an increase in rental rates as compared to years gone by. Um, but again, remains drastically more affordable in some of our competitor markets. Um, even in Warman and Martinsville, we see two bedroom rents that are $100 lower than even in, in, in Saskatoon in new stock. So there, I mean, in terms of when to enter the real estate market and, and if 2022 is the year, I was taught that the best time to plant a tree was 10 years ago. And the best time to buy real estate was 10 years ago because we consistently see the market appreciating. So I don't think there's ever a bad time to buy real estate or invest in rental properties. And, and frankly, I mean, if, if you want to think with your heart as well as your head, it's, it's also a great service that you can provide for your community. Um, if you have a basement suite, it helps not only your mortgage, but it, it gives somebody a home that, that, that lives in your community and, and supports kind of, you know, high quality housing. So uh, with inventory, inventory levels down, we hope that uh, single family property owners um, can become landlords um, relatively easily through a legal basement suite or maybe through a, a renovation. Um, and that's how people as well can offset those mortgage payments that, uh, that have increased due to rising real estate prices. So there are some benefits uh, to being a landlord. It's not for the faint of heart, I'll say that, but I mean, I'll put a plug in for our association. We'll help you every step of the way if you wanna rent out a legal basement suite. So we're happy to help. What I would say to a lot of people who I talk to about real estate investing is it's not so much, uh, maybe if I could be tongue in cheek, not investing, but you own a little business, right? You have an expense sheet, uh, you know, an income sheet, and you have to balance the books and you have to make sure that at the end of the day, you are cash flowing or at least have the, you know, trajectory to do so because you are running your, your little business and you have to be able to make it work where it's not as easy as just buying and selling a stock. Would you, would you kind of agree with that, Cameron? Absolutely. Uh, I mean, there, there will be people that criticize the financialization of rental housing but fundamentally, landlords and property managers provide a great need. We house over 30% of Saskatchewan's population. And in order to do it well, we need to make enough money to, in, to cash flow, of course, to you know, pay the property taxes, to generate economic outputs through suppliers, through the vendors that we use. 
And we just, we need to make enough money to make sure that we can continue to invest in that real estate property uh, to provide the safe, high quality housing that, that our province expects. Um, if, if we don't cash flow well, uh, we turn into properties that are derelict and unsafe. And, and we all know the famous names in Saskatoon that, that we'd like to, to avoid. So cash flow is really important and managing a rental property like a business is great advice. It doesn't mean you have to gouge your tenants. It just means you need to make enough money to, to reinvest in the property and, and do a good job. And even from that standpoint, if we look at a student who's coming from, uh, we'll take my hometown of St. Brew, and they're coming in for university in Saskatoon. If there's no rental property available for them to live, what are they going to do? There, there is always a demand and a need for rental property investing. Absolutely. I mean, we're, we're seeing uh, economic investments from the private sector at the BHP mine in Janssen that's likely to have a big impact on the neighboring city of Humboldt for transient workers who may not be staying at the camp. Uh, with the uh, revamp of the, of the paper mills in Prince Albert, um, there needs to be uh, adequate rental housing available for those people who are going to be there for three or four or five years, or just during the construction phase that aren't gonna buy a house in Prince Albert but you know what, they want a nice place to live and go home to at the end of every day. So, uh, I mean, 30 to 35% of Saskatchewan's population rents, and, and we don't see that number decreasing anytime soon. Well said, well said. Cameron, uh, I'd like to ask this question of everyone who comes on just before we get to some of your contact information. If you could go back and give a younger version of yourself some advice, what would that advice be? That's a great question. Um, Probably, uh, you know, get a bit more exercise. Um, seems like a lame, you know, piece of advice, but uh, the benefits of exercise I found later in life are just pretty awesome to deny. So kind of getting out there, finding a good sport or hobby earlier on is uh, great for not only the social life, but keeps the, the ticker pretty healthy. So um, I'm a pretty pragmatic, practical guy. So I'm going to go with that piece of advice. <laughs> Wonderful. I really like it. Uh, Cameron, if anyone is interested in learning more about the Saskatchewan uh, Landlords Association or how to become a member, how can they get in contact you? Are there any different social pipes that they can find you on? Certainly. We're, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, we're, we're pretty active across all of those platforms. Uh, if you want more information on, the, on our, our association and what we do, it's saskatchewanlandlordassociation.ca. Uh, but you can also just pick up the phone and call us. We don't have an answering machine. Well, uh, you'll hear a real person on the end of the phone. So uh, we'd love to chat real estate, um, you know, pros, cons, and, and what rental property looks like in the province. Uh, we're always happy to, to help people who are interested in, in becoming landlords or property managers. Thanks very much for your time today, Cameron. Really appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure, Ron. Great. Thanks again so much for checking out this episode. If you enjoyed it, please consider hitting the like and subscribe button. If you're looking for a little more information on Saskatchewan real estate, please check out our social channels. We're on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and of course, TikTok. I'm Ron Caroni, your Saskatchewan mortgage professional. Have a great week.